Or did you always keep your ego in check? No. Who who keeps their ego in check? <laughs> like what? <laughs> Nobody does, right? No. Right. Uh, there's been times. This might have been time last night. I don't know. Ask my wife. I'm married. She tell you like your ego's out of control. I don't know. She checks it every day. Is that why we get married? No, we get married for love. <laughs> what? No. Get married because you find a woman of your dreams. <laughs> Nothing to do with ego. It's the romance of it. Right, right. right you That's know? it. Of course. It's, it's the best thing that ever happened. Hey, I'm Armando Leduc, producer, film actor, and owner of Leduc Entertainment. I have chosen a life off the beaten path and wanted to find others that are doing the same. Spaghetti on the Wall is a show based on all of the years that I've thrown spaghetti on the wall and nurtured what's stuck. We will share fun stories, ideas, tips, tricks, and more. Welcome to Spaghetti on the Wall. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on when you are consuming this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Spaghetti on the Wall with Andre Dennis. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Oh, all kinds of stuff, man. Staying busy, staying tired because of CEO, CEO <laughs> stuff. It's a nonstop grind, right? Tell me. So I see your billboards all over the place here in Atlanta. I look uh, a little how, different today. You do look different. <laughs> <laughs> you do look different. different I would say you got that John Batiste vibe to you. That's it. Hey, this is the. Uh, I'm still in the uh, COVID mode. I haven't got a haircut yet, so. <laughs> so you got billboards all over the place. Talk to me because you know we talk marketing all the time. Talk to me about how effective billboards are. Believe it or not, they they are very effective. I didn't believe it when I started doing them. I was like, "What? You you never pay attention." And then one time I was on a trip somewhere. And this is the first time I saw this billboard. I said, well, I got to go eat there. And I said, it works. I should do billboards. I like, Because yeah. my first thought was, who would ever hire someone off of a billboard? And then I went to that company. It was a restaurant. I went to that restaurant, and I was like, oh, it does work. It worked for me because I, you know, I was against it. And so how long have you been, been doing billboards? That's a great question. Time flies. I would say maybe... Five years, maybe. Maybe five years. Gotcha. Is that, are you doing radio as well? I do radio as well. So you're like, like in a in a, an environment like Atlanta, mm-hmm. you got to kind of do it all. I do. You yeah. do. You, you got to have your hands in everything. You know, you got to, because you got to be everywhere all the time. Yeah. So how do you, how, so billboards, radio, you do TV as well? I do TV and, as well. And social media? I'm getting used to social media. I'm yeah. kind of scared of social media, man. The internet's a scary place. So it can be. I, I, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. It's not my favorite, but I do do it. Do you, Do you spend time on social media? I do not. You don't. I do not. What do you spend your time doing? Sitting on the couch. Her. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, man. Working. I guess that's. I sound like a cliche answer, but yeah. I don't spend time on the internet. It's weird to me. Do you read books? Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm, I got bad habits. My bad habits consist of cigars. So, oh, do you? Cigars and sports. So I'm probably like, if I'm not, you know, playing sports, playing golf or something like that. Oh, you golf? I golf a lot. Nice. And so if I'm not playing golf or something like that or smoking a cigar, I, I read a lot of news clippings. I tell you that. I do Heard. read news. It's 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 kind of hard being a sports fan in Atlanta, right? It's an abusive <laughs> relationship, you know? So <laughs> I've been telling people now, they say, that, do you root for the Atlanta teams? I say, I'm off that narcotic, man. I've let it go. Do you? Yeah, I've let it go. But you got you got the Braves. Braves won. They did. The they did. They did. Um, I still support our Hawks, but we just traded Collins, so I don't even know what's gonna happen. So I I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a crazy time to be a Atlanta sports fan. How about Falcons? I'm not a Falcons fan. Not anymore. Never have been. Oh, never have been. Yeah, you go. This is gonna cost me like a whole lot of money. <laughs> I am not. 
I am a Saints fan. Hey, yeah. right on. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm a Saints fan. So, but you know, that's that's, that's bad business in this town. How? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you from Atlanta? I'm from Mississippi. Okay, cool. So we, all I got were the Saints. So gotcha. I've been watching them since we was like the bad, brown bag Saints, and we would just watch them over and over like they were so bad. Then they got yeah. good, and it was yeah. like, man, we finally arrived. Yeah. And now we're and back now bad we're again. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Derek Carr, man, what do you think? Not worth it. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm missing something, but what I saw in, what was that, Vegas? I was about to say L.A., but it's Vegas. Yeah. The Raiders are just not that. Is it leadership? I don't want to say it's leadership, but, you know, when you get they don't kiss. I don't you have to be a true for a sports fan, right? Mm-hmm. To run a team. I think you have to just really love it. And one of the things about sports, you know, and being an entrepreneur, you can throw a lot of things to the wall and it just not stick. And yeah. it happened with a lot of these athletes. You throw them to the wall, it just doesn't stick. So is it the pressure? Is it you know, maybe they get the money, they don't care anymore? That's definitely what it is, you know. It's, it, I think they get paid and after and you get paid, it. you don't have to drive anymore. Huh. Which happens when you get at a certain point in business, right? You get to a certain point, you say, well, I'm on the billboards now. I don't have to come in and do these things. That's when you got to work even harder. Yeah. It's, harder, it's easy to fall off, so you got to maintain it and work even harder. I tell you now, I work harder now that I'm on billboards, TV, and radio than I did when I was just, you know, p- posting a, a blog here or there or a post on social media. I work harder now because it's more demanding. And as people see you, they recognize you. You know, They recognize the billboards, and you could be here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know, um, Andre 3000, he's finally coming out with an album. That's what they say. Well, that's, well, yeah, that's what they say. But, you know, he it's, it's so funny because he was like, he started getting anxiety about creating music because of all of the expectation. Right. Right. Because right, right. he becomes he's a superstar. Right. Right. Do you think that that happens with, you know, CEOs as well? Like when I don't you know get, if it's anxiety. I think it's just like, I think some people, you get complacent. The money start to get good and you say, well, I ain't got to do this no more. Yeah. And that's not the case. Like, you will be a CEO today and be gone tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, so you have to, like I said, you just have to stay hungry. Stay. I don't believe my own news clippings. I believe I got it. I'm nowhere. I've always been that type of that that, that type of CEO, just person in general. Uh, I just finished a book called Driven, which is uh, really good. Have you read it? I have not. Fantastic book. But okay. it, it, it validated people that have sort of the same personality that, that made it okay to be the way we are right and it's like that and it was like oh man I'm validated you know what I mean because like (laughs) in school I just didn't fit in I was like always the black sheep and it was like yeah you know it's because I'm I'm a a driven individual it's just a different mindset right right so do you do you overextend yourself sometimes so that you can stay hungry yes yes I I like I, I call it pushing it to the limits right um and it's funny you mentioned this book about driven and, you know, like it validates who we are and how we think. Right. One of the things I struggled with was like, why am I this way? Why is it never enough? If I do this today, I need to do something else tomorrow. Right. And it's just I didn't understand that. But yeah. that's just who you are as a, as a business owner. You know, that's, I mean, Apple don't get there. Tim, Tim Cook doesn't say, well, we're good. It's like, no, I got to create headsets and, and VC, v, with VRCs or whatever the thing is, the yeah. technology. You got to keep going. Yeah. And um. You know, you have to keep, you, have to, you need that adrenaline rush. You're like, I got to do something else, right? I need another, yeah. I need I need another, I need something else on the books. And um, Does that drive your wife crazy? It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, no doubt. It's like, I'm, she's like, it's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. And I'm like, man, it, it is. 
it, I think it is, right? Like, we, we say, no, it is enough. The, the chase is more than what I need. I, I think that, and, and, and part of the book, which was, once again, super validating to me, it's not necessarily that it's not enough. It's just ingrained in us through, and this guy is a PhD, right? Mm-hmm. So he's talking about it from a perspective of, like, a D4 and D2 personality DNA stuff structure you more know? complicated than you and I can yeah, understand, yeah, yeah. right? We but just, he, but he was just saying, you know, what what happens is with with people like us is that it's just we're always chasing, right? right. And part of you know creating that balance of you know us being okay with what we have and then continuing to chase because that's never going to go away. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know how to be okay with what I have, which is weird, and that's okay. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. That's okay. Yes, it absolutely is because that's it's the journey that we're on, right? Like Mm -hmm. we don't we don't necessarily need to focus on the end result. We just love the journey of creating and being busy and like that's fulfilling to us. And there's nothing wrong with that. Agree. So when people are like, "Oh, you should be content with what you have," and you should be, it's like, no, I I don't. I don't have to. I hate that word. Yeah. Content. You, I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and then people say, well, you're greedy. I'm like, no, I'm not greedy. I'm just never complacent. Like, you're just never just, complacent. Like, yeah, that's it. And that's cool. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that. that's why that book was so good for me. Because I was like, am I, is there something wrong with me? Because, like, my wife is just always like, it's never enough. It's never enough. And I'm like, <laughs> it's it's just not. But it's that's okay, though, because I'm going to do this till I'm 80. Or Agreed. 90 or whatever. Like, I love my life. You know what I mean? I right. love coming up with ideas and I love doing all of that stuff. So I love the fact that, you know, that you overextend yourself to stay hungry too. Because when you do get complacent, you know, then for me, <laughs> the idle hands is the devil's playground. Agree. You Agreed. know what I mean? Agreed. So, you know, and just you and I having this conversation and I feel like you can relate to me. And when you overextend yourself, it's a weird feeling, but it's like a high. Yeah. You're like. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's time to go. I got to get back in here. You're like, oh, you know, I went about this, about that. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it gets you going. It's, yeah. it's our. It gives you an adrenaline rush. It's a, it's a great feeling, but it's weird. Nah, nah. I don't think it's weird. I think it's <laughs> who we are, man. It's, it's what we're supposed to be doing. I'm gonna and start owning it like you do. I'm gonna start yeah. owning it. I, I'm like, oh, that's weird. You're creating but I impact, weird right? You know what I mean. But that's the thing. Like people, people like us, we create impact. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're employing people. People are like, you know, we're changing lives. You know, you're changing lives through your, through your firm. Mm-hmm. You're getting people paid. You're getting them compensation. You know what I mean? That they deserve. And it's not just like a, 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 a sound bite. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. I like, never want to be a sound bite. You know, you want to, you just, with that purpose, you just yeah. want to keep going for it. You just want to be driven by your purpose. Yeah. You, uh, how long you been married? It's going to be two years in November. How'd y'all meet? We met at the Four Seasons. Um, we were at a, we were at a rooftop party. They had an anniversary party every year. And, um, I saw her, thought she was the most beautiful lady I've ever seen. And she was with someone that I knew. And so I asked her, the lady that I knew, I said, are you going to introduce me to your friend? She said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, okay. And you're probably going to have to edit this, but this was exactly what I said verbatim. She walked past me. My wife walked past me and I said, I asked your friend to introduce me, but since she wouldn't do it, I'm going to do it my damn self. And we just started talking from there. And it was just, one, you know, just rolling from there. And that was like four years ago when the earth was cool. Pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the earth was cool. When the earth was cool. Do y'all have, y'all have kids? No kids. No kids. No you kids. Planning on it? I'm not over there. I'm not in control of that department, but I'm, you know, 
I'm pretty sure that's what she, you know, I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to end up in, but I'm not over that department. Yeah, I hear you on that. Um, what's it like being an attorney? It's a nonstop grind. Yeah. Um, if, especially if you want to be great. I tell the attorneys in this office, I said, man, you just got to keep going. Don't believe your own hype. Don't believe your own clippings. Everybody's going to get money, okay? But very few lawyers can walk into a courtroom and, and make it work. You find out a lot. Of, you find a lot of lawyers be like, oh, I don't want to. I don't like talking to people. Or I don't like. They don't like the process of being a trial lawyer. It's a lot right. of work, um, and very few people are going to study their craft like a, like an athlete does. Right? The athletes in the gym twenty four seven. They're always training. Floyd Mayweather's probably running right now. Right? He's probably somewhere running right now. That's what makes him great. Right. And so you have to have that mentality as a lawyer. You have to constantly research things. You have to understand how the law is changing. How to apply things, come up with different theories. Mm-hmm. So you have to—it's a nonstop grind. And you know, I was—I was watching a, um, a clip. I don't remember who it was. One of those Gary V guys. Mm-hmm. He was—he was saying that what makes people great is the consistency of doing the same thing over and over again. Right. Not necessarily that they're like great people. They're just consistent across the board, and that's what makes them great. That's right. And you know, it's so funny. I had that conversation on the way in with another attorney I was talking to this morning. And what makes you great is you're doing the same thing over and over. But just doing one thing. Yeah. You're right. So don't 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 be a general contractor. Don't be like, oh, I do painting. I do sheetrock. I do floors. No, all I do is floors. And you want the best floors in the city? That's what I do. And that's how it is when you're practicing law. If you do divorces, I do the best divorces in the city. That's all I do. I study it all day long. I've mastered it because I do it over and over. It's not a problem I haven't seen, right? Same thing with, you know, any anything you do. Once you just do that one thing, you're great. So I don't want anybody who does multiple things. I want you to do one thing. You do podcasts. I want to deal with you because you do podcasts. Right. I don't want to be like, I don't want you to be like, I do podcasts. You want to shoot a commercial? I do a commercial over here too. You want to go write a book? I'll write your book too. I'm like, let's just do one thing. Yeah. That's just me. That's really cool. So um, what does it look like five, ten years f- for you, like down the road? Still working, just getting bigger. Um, we should probably edit this too because I don't want him to come for me, but I just want Morgan and Morgan spot. That's it. Um, just I don't want to be all over the world, though. You know, I just want to be I just want to be here. Um, it's important to be for me to just be great here. In Atlanta or in the United States? In Georgia. Georgia. Just Georgia. I just want to be great here. Um, I want to be, I want to just focus on the people here and just continue to get great service here. But just continue to grow, you know, just get bigger, get stronger. Um, That's what it looked like in five or ten years and still work. Uh, I just finished a book. It's called Buy Back Your Time. Okay. Really good book. I'm going to check that out. Oh, man. Amazing. It's like the four quadrants they talk about, like, delegatable tax uh, tasks are things that make you little to no money and drain you. Mm-hmm. And then things that make you money but drain you should be like leadership positions that you delegate to. And then your things that make you no money or fill you are like, you know, family, hobbies, things like that. And then things that make you a lot of money and fill you up is where we should be spending most of our time. Okay. So if you were going to spend most of your time somewhere, when you say, hey, five years from now, what is it that you're going to be spending your time doing as far as work is concerned? Meetings. Yeah, meeting meeting with staff, meeting with uh, management. That's what I, I work better in meetings. You yeah. know, let's let's start our meetings, have production meetings. You know, what I'm saying see where we are. That's what that's what I see it as. So production it, meetings, strategy. Yes, and you know what? Still trying cases. I like trying cases. See, I love it. 
So I, if I could try three or four cases a year and keep in and, and, and just continue to run this firm, I would love it. That would be my ideal five, ten years from now. Still doing the cases, you know, here and there and and not just regular cases, more challenging cases. Yeah. You know, all cases are challenging, but but just more like, wow, let's give this a shot. When you go in, like, you know, the tape, I guess, mm-hmm. how do you how do you review like, you know, what you did well, what you didn't do well. I don't look at the things I think I did well. I listen when, I, you know, I let my inner circle tell me, they say, hey, we think you should do better on this, do better on that. And I don't, if they say I did great, I won't look at it. I don't review it. I don't, I don't read my own news clipping. So, and I tell no. people that, I tell the attorneys that in the office, like, don't read your own hype, it's trash. Or as Nick Saban say, it's rat poison, right? I just don't believe in it. Is that it's what just, he says? Yeah, he says it's rat poison. You think you're better than what you are. they be like, oh, Alabama's number one. He's like, that's rat poison. I'm like, it is. Because you start thinking you're great and you're not. And that's when you make mistakes. Ego, man. Yeah, ego. So it's like, we're just not believing in the hype. Dude, that's great. How did, did you, did you have enough times where ego kind of messed you up and, and, and tripped you up where you're all like, I, I should always keep an eye on that? <laughs> or was it always, or, or did you always keep your ego in check? No. Who who keeps their ego in check? Like what? <laughs> Nobody does, right? No. Right. Uh, there's been times. It might have been time last night. I don't know. Ask my wife. I'm married. She tell you like your ego's out of control. <laughs> I don't know. She checks it every day. So, uh, you know, it, you you just you you battle with it and you learn from it, right? And so that I mean, like I said, it might have been as early as last night. My was ego tripping it, and my wife put me in my place. So. Is that why we get married? No, we get married for love. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Get married because you find a woman of your dreams. <laughs> you it's nothing to do with ego. It's the romance of it. Right, right. right. You That's know? it. Of course. It's, it's the best thing that ever happened. You know, um, and I, I bring up books all the time because I, I, I read a lot, but there's a book it's called The Six Types of Working Genius, and I had to apologize to my wife. Have you read it? No, but I need your book list. I'll uh, let you. I, I, dude. I, you got you to give me the last, oh, man. last couple books you spit out. I'm like, man, for, I need to read all these oh, things. Oh, for sure. But but the, so The Six Types of Working Genius, it talks, um, Widget is the acronym. Okay. And you have people that are really good at, at the different types of personality traits like wonder is people that are curious about the world right you got inventors that are ideas 30 ideas a minute right okay you have discernment and these are people that are really good at like gut instinct like that's not really that great they're judging things my wife big on discernment (laughs) i thought that she was always just like crapping on my parade you know my coo big on discernment right so Mm -hmm. which was amazing when I find finally found that out, because it was like, man, all my ideas are not great, even though I think <laughs> they're they're amazing. You know, I bring them up and they're like, hey, you didn't think about this, 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 this. You're only looking at it from a 30,000 foot view. Right. And you just, you know, you're just only seeing the end result. And I had this epiphany with a guy that like has the same personality trait that I had. But he's like really not getting anywhere. I'm not going to put him on blast, but he's not really going anywhere with his life. And I'm like, I said, I said, the problem is you don't have anybody on staff. Let me finish the the, the acronym. Galvanizing are, are people that are good motivators. Okay. Uh, enablement are people that are good at like filling in the gaps. They don't need the spotlight. And okay. then tenacity are people that love to see a project get finished. I don't care about a project getting finished. In my brain, and that was the epiphany I had with him, is that I, I was just like, I already lived that idea to its entirety. Mm-hmm. So fulfilling for me, 
I was already fulfilled because I already saw it from from beginning to 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 it thriving to ending. You know what I mean? Right. And like it drives you know my 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 staff crazy because I'm like I'm onto something else and they're like wait 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 stop. Like we have to finish this idea. <laughs> right. You know, but like I, you know, I had to, um, I had to apologize to my wife because she's big on discernment. And when I read that book, I was like, man, I'm so glad that I had that realization. Cause now I know that I do need to be put in check. Right. Like right. that ego really does get out of control sometimes when you just start drinking your own, you know, drinking your own juice. I'm, I'm going to start using that rat poison. <laughs> it's rat poison. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, I, I feel like you're my twin. Yeah, I like I don't know. This is scary, because um, I'm just a big picture person. Yeah, I don't do details. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I got this vision. Let's make it happen. And you have the people around you saying, "Wait, did you think about X, Y, and Z?" I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Let's just make it happen. Like, yeah. let's just do it. And I'm the visionary. And like you said, when it gets to the end, I don't. In my mind, I've already saw it completed. Yeah. So let's just move on to. I'm moving on to the next thing. I got another idea. Let's figure it out. And um, you know, being married, you know how it goes. Yeah. They're like, what? What are you doing? I'm like, what? They're like, did you think this through? I did. <laughs> I came up with the idea, right? Like, you plan the trip. You're like, well, I want to go to Switzerland. What are we gonna do in Switzerland? That's not my job. I just, right. I just want to go to <laughs> Switzerland. Go I come to up Switzerland. with the destination. You fill in the rest. So, no, it's just, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's not weird. That's how we are. That's <laughs> us, man. I got to get used to the lingo, man. I got to buy really in. It really did. I, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I was like, I was super empowered by that book, man, because I was like, man, finally, I don't feel like I'm an outcast. There are people like there, out there that, that are like that, you know, that are like us. Not a lot of them. It's true. There's not a lot of us. But I like feeling like an outcast. It feels good. Yeah, it does feel good. It feels good. It yeah. feels good. Then when you come across another man who's an outcast as well. You feel great, right? Yeah. As the saying goes, a seller can recognize another seller even from the other side of the sea. Yeah. You're right? So, like, when we see each other, we're like, oh, we nod our head. Yeah. Keep going. It's refreshing, but there's not many of us. There's not many of us. And that's okay. You don't I, – I definitely don't want a lot of me running around because that would be chaotic. It would be. Could Could you imagine? It would be scary. It would be scary. <laughs> it would be scary. Just be like a bunch of people, just ideas for days and nothing gets done. I mean – I got I, news for you, though. What's that? It's on the way. AI. I know. All right. It's yeah. Never like, wait, this thing's things for you. You're like, this is scary. Yeah. Well, look, you know, I see these buildings, right? I mm -hmm. see these skyscrapers out here and I'm like, wow, I, I marvel. I marvel at the, um, at just the, the, the things that humans are capable of. Right. And it, you know, if we work as a team like that, 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 uh, dome over there wouldn't have been built. You know, it had, it had took a visionary to think right. of that. And then the team to, to execute on that. You know what I mean? And so there's, definitely like knowing all of those people and understanding the personalities I think is, is, is a way to like grow that, that company right? You know I mean? or anything. It takes a team and you got to have the it right does. team, you know? And I think, you know, this as well as I know this, finding the right team is hard to do. Oof. How so, do you find a team? The universe just sends it to me. Yeah. You know, like we just, you go through, it's more like personality fit. Cause they have to understand you, right? Yeah. And sometimes you're like all over the place. You, some days I'm happy, some days I'm on ten. A lot of days I'm on five. And sometimes if you get if you don't have your right team, they take it personal. But they when they know you, right, yeah. it just works. So I mean, you read these books. I studied Nick Saban. Oh, and you know, he, I mean, that's a good. He has his team. And they probably, a lot of them probably hate working for him, but they understand him, right? Because he's a perfectionist. So it's like this is crazy. But they love working for him because they want to be great too. It's hard, but. You know, some people may say, hey, you're a tyrant, but you're like, this is how I'm great. And it, and it just works. But finding a team is the hardest part. 
Are you guys headhunting on, on the regular or? I have one person that's all they do all day long for every position. Just like we're just constantly looking, 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 looking. Hey, what are you doing? Let's do that. You want to come over here? Let's work over here. It's a nonstop job. But yeah. I had to get to that point before I tell everybody I've done everything in this office. Yeah. I've answered the phones, I've taken out the trash. I've done interviewing. I've done hiring. I've done firing. So, I, you know, you just put, you have to have people to replace that. Less is more. Yeah. And so, no, we have people just interview all day long, just constantly interviewing. Do you do the firing? Sometimes. It's, it's sometimes. It's sometimes. I don't do it. Any, I don't do it as much anymore, but. I, I call Will the Velvet Hammer. <laughs> I'm all like, Will, this this person ain't working out. <laughs> you like, just, you just it. was, you're like it's, it's like a mob thing. Though. You're like, yo, we got to get rid of it. Like, hey, we got to get rid of Fredo. <laughs> Although I will say I'm, I'm probably a little bit more um, soft when it comes to people because Will's like, dude. This, this, this person not working out. And I'm like, just give him another chance, man. He's going to work out. Have you, you know? always been that way, though? Or has that happened over time? You know what it is? I, I've always been that way. And I, I, I think I, I, I think it's because of me being judged for, for being who I was for mm -hmm. so long in my teens and 20s and 30s that and people giving me chances that I feel like I have to do that, too. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I got there over time. So, like, in the beginning, I was like, either great or get rid of them. Right. Now I'm like, let's see if we can really rehabilitate them. Let's yeah. see if we can pour into them. Let's see if we save them. Yeah. Both are very time-consuming and cost. Consuming. It is. It is. I will I will say, like, <laughs> I got this 21-year-old. He's he's just, you know, he's 21. You right. Know? And I'm like, I'm a pull, bringing him under my wing. But he's starting to get it. You know what I mean? Like he is changing slowly. You know what I mean? And I think he'll, you know, he he can become an asset. But when do you draw the line, though? I don't. When do you say? Yeah, you're right. This is this is never going to work. This person's never going to change. Yeah, you know, I'm reading a book right now. It's called Traction, okay. and it's the EOS system, the Entrepreneur Operating System. And so I got a um I got a, a girl from, and I'll introduce her to you. Uh, she's from Paris, but okay. she is kind of stepping in to like really focus on like the scorecards and the KPIs for everybody. Mm. Cause at that point it's not a feeling thing. It's like, Hey, these are the numbers and you're not hitting them on a regular basis. So either you have to get the numbers up or you got to go. Like it's not a personal thing at that point. And then I think that that's probably going to help me out in terms of like wanting to keep people longer no, than, than, than I should, you know, but yeah, I'm definitely soft on that. But you know, Will's like, what's, Let's go, man. We can't level up if we're, you know, if we're, if we're drag, dragging people. Can I borrow, and that's true. Can I borrow Will? I'm oh, dude, he's, oh, man, <laughs> no, he's, I need him. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's been a godsend for sure. No, no, he works for me. Just we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk in a minute. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. but uh, yeah, no team is, team is, uh team is there for sure. Uh, dude, so glad you were on my show. Glad um, to be here. Yeah, dude. Uh, look into this camera and let them know where they can find you. Oh man, you can find me uh, on a at the, on a website. I'm so not used to being put on the spot. You know, like I was out to dinner last night. They like, do you have a card? I'm like, I got billboards all over the city. Why do I need a card? That's crazy. No, uh, you can find me on the internet at affirmthatfights.com. Same handle for Twitter. Same handle for Instagram. It's affirmthatfights.com or affirmthatfights. Sorry, affirmthatfights. Affirmthatfights is uh, how you can find us. And justice, man. Oh yeah, justice, justice all over the place. Justice, justice, justice. 
There you go. Andre Dennis, ladies and gentlemen. And that was our show, Spaghetti on the Wall, brought to you by LaDuke Entertainment for all of your social media marketing needs. We got you, and you can watch Spaghetti on the Wall anywhere where you can see a podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. We got you, and we'll see you all next Friday. <laughs>